Before we get started with this episode of the Podcasting Strategy Show, I wanted to provide a quick personal note as well as a sort of end of 2021 update. Right now, you're listening to a piece of dynamically inserted pre-roll audio. This is a feature that our podcast platform Captivate.fm just rolled out, and we've been looking forward to this capability for ourselves and for our clients because it's a way to keep our audiences and our entire back catalog of episodes updated with the latest happenings in our businesses. Which brings me to what is happening at Polymash as we head into the New Year's. On a sad personal note, we just had a death in the family. My mom passed away at age 91, and so I'm taking a break from podcasting for about a month. And this means delaying the rollout of season two interviews until January. So thank you in advance for your understanding for the longer than expected break. And to recap, we just wrapped up season one, which was all about internal workflow tools and processes we use as a podcasting agency with episode 10. And now season two aims to level up our thinking about how to use audio for content strategy and brand storytelling. And we'll hear from experts in all areas, including full-time podcasters, authors, speakers, and business leaders, building brands around specific topics related to their expertise or passion. And so if you'd like to stay in touch with any interim articles or insights we publish, please visit podcastingstrategy.com and sign up there to stay in the loop. So I'll see you in January of 2022 with new episodes. And in the meantime, let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Podcasting Strategy Show. I'm your host, Jürgen Barkessel, and you can find us at podcastingstrategy.com. This show explores podcast-based content marketing strategies and stories for organizations and entrepreneurs. Podcast show notes articles are crucial in the promotion of a podcast, especially in the way we think of them as a podcast marketing agency. In this, the first episode of a multi-part series, we highlight the first three tools of many we use. And these save us massive time in the show notes production process and, more importantly, have a huge impact on getting the most business value from podcasting as a content strategy. Really, the term show notes does not do their intention justice. For us, they're not just casually created documents. They're not an afterthought. Ideally, these are authority articles designed to feature high in the search results, increase our client's website authority, and are central to being shared on social media or approved and promoted through our influencer marketing programs. So let's start by looking at our approach to show notes a little more closely before diving into the tools themselves. In many business podcasting scenarios, entire episodes and seasons are carefully pre-planned for SEO, designed to rank for selected keywords that have high search volume and low keyword difficulty. Now, while we do not preach this as the gospel for all podcasts, business podcasters, however, benefit the most from this approach. It maximizes a podcast-based content strategy, and it results in website rank, search results presence, website traffic, and email list growth. And this web presence, in turn, powers podcast discoverability and leads to attracting more podcast listeners and subscribers as well. So with an approach like this, a planned workflow for creating show notes is key. And so are the tools that 
make creating show notes more streamlined for us. And that's what this episode is about. I wanted to share some of the tools that save us a massive amount of time in creating intentional show notes using our approach for our clients. So I'm breaking this down by workflow stage. So if you'll indulge me, let's walk through our various podcast show notes workflow stages, and then the links to the tools themselves are provided on the show notes at the bottom. Since we have curated tools and some deals for them on our sister side, the podcasting resources guide as well. Now, I should mention around show notes that are optimized for search engines that this isn't intended to be a how-to-write show notes or SEO best practices episode. We use and target show notes to rank in the search engines. And so our approach for this goes beyond creating an episode summary with timestamps or highlighting the main points and quotes and adding some bullet points and resource links. Sure, our process does this too, but strategically this approach is designed to attract new listeners that can discover a podcast and its content on Google search. So let's start looking at some of the phases and the tools involved. One way or another, for us, it starts with some form of SEO research. Conceiving, planning, and recording podcast episodes already takes time. So spending some more of it on SEO keyword analysis is worth it, at least in my opinion. It can lead to great insights of how your audience is likely searching for an episode topics. And this leads to more SEO-friendly episode titles, and therefore to more listens for people who use in-app search as well. But The big benefit is that it can let you rank for episode topics on the web, and that leads to organic discovery of your show notes in the search results. So for some clients, we conduct pre-season SEO for dozens of potential episodes. For others, we research the best episode keywords only after the recording and getting back a podcast transcript. Sometimes it's a mix of pre- and post-recording keyword lookups, but the idea is always the same. Find long-tail keywords your audience is likely looking for, which match your episode topic and have a decent search volume and still low SEO difficulty. So the tool number one that I want to then mention is called Mangools. That's an affordable SEO suite for podcasters. Now, most SEO tools are sold as suites, and keyword research is only one aspect they typically cover. For example, Being able to track the position of your episodes and performance of your keywords in the search results is also useful. And an SEO suite will let you see your website rank increase over time. It will let you track how your website will show up for one or more of your episode keywords in the top 100 of the search results. And so it will also let you see backlinks. In other words, who is linking to your podcast website? An example is, is, did your guest ever link to their own episode on their side as they might have promised? By the way, this is something that we kind of insist on in our guest onboarding process, since providing you a nice backlink really helps growing in website authority for you, and you are already linking to the guest's website and providing them a favor that way. So why we then use Mangolds for podcast show notes and SEO research is is the following. I think that SEO tools can be very expensive in the hundreds of dollars a month. Why is that? Well, big data costs big bucks, I guess. But really, it's the accuracy of the keyword research that matters. And I feel that entirely free tools generally have a small data set and are not accurate enough. Um, but that also the agency tools 
tools that we use ourselves, like SEMrush and Ahrefs and Moz, are too expensive for the average podcasters. And that's one of the reasons that we like Mangold so much. It's affordable. In fact, I think it's a great value for this sort of tool set. And also, we love the ease of use. The easier user experience and intuitive interface are awesome. And I consider myself an SEO pro, but still find a lot of the pro tools very clunky and sometimes not that user-friendly. So the Mangold's SEO suite then is comprised of several of those modules that we mentioned earlier. So the first one is called KW Finder, and that is their keyword research module. And that helps us find long-tail keywords with low SEO difficulty, exactly what we need to do in the planning of episodes that are SEO-friendly. SERP Watcher is another one of their tools. That's a site rank tracking tool that makes other complicated tools, well, look pretty complicated, but you can track the performance of your episodes in the search results over time, and that's a great motivation when you see that go up. Um, they also have something called Link Miner, that is their backlink checker tool. So there you can see how many backlinks you are getting and from whom and whether some of them are toxic or whether they're all okay. And so there's a lot you can do with Link Miner. And then the last two that they uh, feature as well are Site Profiler, that's an SEO analysis tool. And with that, you can check the SEO authority of any domain or URL and you know get all of your SEO metrics about a site under one roof. And that could be your own site or it could be other sites that you want to emulate. And then lastly, SERP Checker is sort of an, an search engine result pages analysis tool that helps you find weak spots of potential competitors. So while you might not use the last two modules that often, the first three play a consistent role in planning for your podcast show notes SEO success. There are some alternatives to Mangles, like SEMrush that I mentioned before, um, but it costs hundreds a month. And Ahrefs also is pretty expensive. It's probably the best data set out there and the most accurate, but for most average podcasters, it's kind of cost prohibitive. If you are a business podcaster and you have a marketing department, your team, your website team will probably already use some of these tools and you might want to reach out to them to see whether they can help you with conducting some pre-season or pre-episode research. There is a third one with an honorable mention. It's called Ubersuggest by Neil Patel. It's a much more affordable suite of tools that used to be free, but for me it sort of lacks a little bit in accuracy. So I really think that Mangold's um, is, is a good balance between price and performance, apart from how quickly it works and how easy it is to target low-hanging fruit keywords with a tool like it. I honestly don't think our podcast marketing would work as successfully as it does without some form of SEO suite. And so I can wholeheartedly recommend Mangold's as a good value balance between performance and price. All right, let's move on to the next phase in podcast show notes production. And for us, this involves content planning. And this is where we use a new form of AI-powered tools, artificial intelligence-powered tools, called content briefs and content graders. And just a reminder, this is not a how-to tutorial, but we are focusing on the strategies behind why we use certain tools. And so we use a system called Topic for this. And you can find links again on the bottom of the show notes for this episode, and you can find also a discounted deals on our sister site, the Podcasting Resources Guide. Um, it's a very affordable tool, 
and there are several podcast-friendly plans to choose from. And we also featured one of the founders on a previous episode of our SEO Saturdays show with a live demo of the tool. So let's have a closer look at topic, a content brief and content grading system. Content briefs provide a step-by-step roadmap of exactly what to include in your show notes in order to get into the search results. So the artificial intelligence engine, what it does is it analyzes the top search results for your intended keywords, and then it suggests how many words you would need to write, for example, in order to have a fully comprehensive article on this keyword. It recommends how you would craft an outline, subheadings to include, questions to answer, and topics to cover and key phrases to include. And so if you're working in one of these tools, gradually what they call a content grade, your content grade improves. And so content grading, by the way, can also take existing articles or episodes um, you know, and import the URL and provide you with a gap analysis on what it would take to get them to rank better. So some examples of this for us, this sort of ties in with the SEO research process done previously or done after the recording. And there are many variations of how you can use this in this phase, depending on what type of show you're preparing for. So it could be that you have a guest format versus a solo episode format. For example, you could try to target the name of your guest as the primary keyword, which can make sense if your guest is well-known or has a somewhat unique name. Here's a story. For example, we produce a content series and a podcast for an art blog, and they have a series called Artist of the Day. It's a feature. And most often, the artist's name can be used as an effective keyword. Artists love the fact that an article about them or an episode about them shows up in the search results and the site and the podcast host and owners benefit as well. So many of these artists are relatively known in their niche and have some search volume associated with their name. So having those content pieces pop up in the search results is great exposure for them and for the site. There are lots of additional use cases. It could be, for example, that you already know the topic that you want to talk about in your upcoming episode, either by yourself or with a guest, and you can use topic in the episode preparation process. Or you might have no idea what topics might pop up during a conversation with a guest that's more spontaneous. And that's fine. In this case, you would simply do the SEO research for keyword opportunities that came from the conversation after the fact, and then use the content grading tool only after the recording as you're writing your show notes. And on the other hand, by contrast, if you need to do some pre-recording research on a topic or a guest and you would like to cover that, a content brief can prep a document that has you automatically cover all the crucial aspects associated with that topic. So right away, this naturally and organically results in your episode transcript and show notes being more search result friendly. All right, and here's a power move for podcasters with a back catalog of show notes. There's one way that you might use the Mangles SEO suite that we talked about earlier. Find your own episodes or blog posts that are currently sitting on page two of the search results and then rewrite them to improve their content grade. Topic makes this very easy. And improving the content grade almost guarantees that your podcast show notes and blog articles will rise in the search results and our show notes, I've included a link to a case study that we have where this improved traffic by 365% in like one or two weeks. 
So this almost always works if you find something that's hanging off page two. It always it can it can work to help move it to page one. So there are several reasons that we like topic as our preferred choice for content brief and grading tools. There are several out there. Some of them are more expensive. Uh, you know, some of them are slightly less expensive. But we like topic because it lets you prepare outlines for your own articles or show notes by simply perusing and clicking on their suggestions. So you can write your show notes right inside their tool and see your content grade improve. But there's also a WordPress plugin and you can integrate it with Google Docs. So this tool is still being actively developed and the team is recently adding an AI writing assistant as well. And that can actually assist in writing whole paragraphs of text for you and expanding on subheadings and subtopics. So there are lots of ways in which to use this. Either way, using content briefs and grading tools have become an integral part of our podcast episode planning and podcast show notes writing process. So the last phase I'd like to cover today has to do with episode logistics planning. And that's really something that doesn't just apply to show notes, but applies to the entire process of producing a podcast. So in planning podcast episodes for our clients, we need to create order from the chaos that is dozens of deadlines and guest invites and guest bios, profile pictures, recording schedules, audio and video production dates and thumbnails to manage and so forth. So we also need to record the results of our previous SEO research and determine the best episode titles and have a checklist for all the podcast audio and show notes production steps. And I would argue that this is not just an agency thing. There are tools out there that help us save time and navigate, survive, or even thrive during the planning and production process in the production of multiple podcasts. But these are just as valuable for any podcast host, indie podcasters, or do-it-yourself business podcasters. It just saves a massive amount of time. And so you might like to check it out for your own podcast as well. So the type of tool that helps us manage this is something called Kanban. Kanban comes from a popular framework used to implement agile and DevOps software development. And episodes, in this case, are represented visually on a Kanban board as cards. And these move from column to column, from planning to completion stages. And all of our team members and even our clients can see the state of every piece of work at any time. And so each card representing an episode can have critical information such as recording or live dates, as well as checklists and attachments and so forth. And the tool number three then that we use for this our favorite tool here is ClickUp, and that's a Trello alternative. In the past, we'd used primarily Trello boards for this, and Trello is probably the most well-known of the Kanban family of tools out there. But with recent changes to their pricing model, we switched to ClickUp, and it has several other advantages over Trello as well. So I won't go into the rabbit hole of how we configure ClickUp. Suffice it to say that there are three primary ways in which it helps. Number one is episode planning. So we use ClickUp to guide us and our team through the entire life cycle of an episode from concept to planning to execution. And each idea for an episode is first entered into uh, ClickUp and then fleshed out. And the second part where it really plays a role is guest onboarding. So every guest 
card tracks the life cycle of having a guest on your show. And so this might start with email outreach, asking them to be on your show, the scheduling, the onboarding. And ClickUp here supports many different forms as a way of guest intake. So our guests, for example, can fill out a Google Doc, uh, sorry, a Google Forms sheet, and then that results in their submitting you know, with a release form and headshot and bio and questions that they have or topics they'd like to cover. And all of this is then recorded in ClickUp and basically is the genesis or the the first step in creating a podcast episode from this. And eventually the guest record gets merged into what for us becomes the episode production record. So that's number three in episode production. Uh, that process this is where it really is the most helpful stage to have a tool like this because with so many clients and each episode production card, you know, has different checklists for our teams to follow. Of course, it handles the step-by-step instructions to follow for audio and content production, but it's also a collaboration tool for podcast show notes production. So for example, our clients can enter their desired titles and episode descriptions. Our team can then execute the SEO recommendations that we might have and we'll go back and forth and might eventually land on an SEO optimized episode title. And all the chat with clients back and forth take place inside this system and not on email. That would be completely unwieldy. I get 500 emails as it is every day. And so I just, you know, I hate the idea of using email to basically drive a workflow where here you have one place where all the data for show notes and production and the chats back and forth with the various stakeholders can be found in a single place. So that does it for this episode, but upcoming we have some more really cool tools to share with you in various other phases involved in the show notes production process. For example, creating great episode titles or creating really compelling microcopy or podcast descriptions, uh, tools that help us clean up transcripts and then also our main content syndication and show notes distribution platform, which I think deserves almost an episode in and of its own. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, this is Jürgen from Polymash signing out.